I'm delighted to welcome today a co-active life coach called Jasmine Navarro, who's based in Dubai. Welcome, Jasmine. Hi, Elaine. Thanks for having me. Most welcome. Co-active life coach. Um, does it do what it says on the tin? It sounds uh, an interesting <laughs> title. Well, I guess co-active is the method that I train. Um, and yeah, life coach, I guess, um, working with clients to um, help them overcome any sort of limiting beliefs they have and basically live the life that they want to live. That's it in a nutshell. But, okay. um, that sounds yeah. cool, but it also seems very, it also sounds very samey. We have so many coaches, you know, on every street corner these days, <laughs> um, which was why I was quite interested with your co-active life coach title, because that, that to me, that's, that's telling me that your clients work with you. So you, you collaborate and you come up with a plan. Is, is that kind of how you, how you work? You're totally right. And actually I probably shouldn't have said that, um, how I said it because it just sounds so cliche but um yes basically yeah we work together so equal partnership um working together to serve the clients um and we do techniques based on the co-active method so like in other coaching methods there's lots of powerful questions but um, co-active method we have different principles and so for example fulfillment and then we would have lots of techniques to do with fulfillment and then we have balance techniques for that and then process techniques for that. So it's very um, thorough, rigorous. I mean, the training was very, um, it was tough, tough training, nearly two years. Okay. Fulfillment, what do you mean? Fulfillment would be some, it's all about um, visioning and um, looking forward and uh, visualizations and talking about your inner leader, which is your inner self, your true inner self, aligning with that. And also talking about saboteurs, which are, you know, the, your inner critic, I guess other people say, you know, the saboteurs come when you try to get out of your comfort zone. Um, but when you know they're saboteurs, you can ignore them and just do what you need to do, you know? And that's helped me so much because I've taken a lot of, well, I've taken a lot of risks anyway, but now I know that my saboteurs are going to come and try and stop me I'm prepared and I know I can just break through you know um, so it's all about awareness knowing what's going on underneath everything and I think so, saboteurs yeah. are they always internal or are they uh, external as well it's, it's your it's sabot saboteurs are you so you've got your inner being which is probably the one that will say yeah you can do this um you know your true inner self which was probably not scared of much but your saboteurs so for example if i'm going to do something scary maybe leave my job um and not have a plan um my saboteurs will say to me like oh you can't do this you're making a big mistake what have you done you're stupid you know all of those voices which is our voice but it's, it's our saboteurs and they just want to keep us safe where we are. They think they're helping us, but actually they're just keeping us where we are. But when we know who they are and what they're trying to do, we can say, okay, thank you, Mr. Saboteur, and carry on, you know? Mm. So it's quite life-changing when you realize, because otherwise we go around about our life thinking, this is us. 
oh yeah, we can't do that, better not do that, oh, that might happen, that might happen, da, da, da. And you believe those. But when we realize it's our saboteur, okay, it's we can do what we want to do. It's like um, I've heard people refer to it as monkey chatter. It's like you've got a monkey on your shoulder, keep, keep, <laughs> keep you know, talking to you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And I guess in all different, there's different names. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard that before, actually. Yeah. You mentioned balance. Balance in what regard? So balance is about... Um, it's about having, you know, it's about when you, your perspective, it's all about perspective. So, you know, you can look at something a gazillion ways, actually. Sometimes you look at something, you just have one way mm-hmm. or you see the situation like this. Can't do that. I have to do that. Da, da, da. But actually, when you explore the balance principle, you realize there are so many ways to look at that situation. And... Um, and you can choose which way serves you, you know? Um, so that was quite powerful, actually, doing that one. When I, when I was training in that, it's like, wow, I don't have to look at it this way. You know, because normally we look at things, um, we have so many limiting beliefs or barriers. Mm-hmm. And when you realize, actually, I don't need to believe that or think that. Um, I can look at it this way or I can choose conscious choice. It's about making conscious choice. Mm. where do you think people's limiting beliefs come from well I guess you know as children we create our beliefs a lot of our beliefs um and maybe they serve us at the time you know sometimes when we create the beliefs yeah they serve us at the time but in the end they become habits and routines and we don't even realize we're still believing these beliefs until we challenge them and you know and sometimes in coaching maybe there's a belief um and we real and it's about being conscious. So once we know this, we've got this belief, then we can say to ourselves, do we want to carry on believing this or not? And maybe we say, yeah, actually, yes, I, I still believe this. Okay, that's fine. No problem. Or we might say, no, I'm just going to let that one go and create another one. You know, it's about being aware again. Um, once you're aware, making that conscious choice again. Um, because, you know, so many times we just, I mean, I was kind of, I kind of felt like I had the same mindset for 15 years. I traveled to all these countries, living in different countries, but I think I went to every country with the same sort of mindset. Even though I was changing everything outside of me, inside wasn't changing, you know? Um, And it wasn't until I did the coaching that I realized, I mean, everything changed then because I changed, my mindset changed, you know? I just became aware, conscious. I was asleep most of the time, you know? And of course, with the, with the beliefs that we have, that we grow up with, um, very often they're not even our beliefs, are they? They're, they're our oh. parents or our, our family and, and uh, friends, you know, and all the rest of totally. it. You know? So totally. we're, we're, we're carrying all this baggage that actually is not even ours, is it? Exactly, exactly. And it's just about knowing what those beliefs are and do we want to carry on with them or not? Yeah, asking questions. I always say to people, ask questions. If something doesn't add up, ask a question, think to yourself, why? Is it logical? And if on balance you think it's logical, well, that's fine. If not, then as you say, you know, look at it a different way. My my, uh, mum and dad and family have always said there's more than one way to skin a cat. It sounds yeah. horrible, but you know, yeah. it's an old, yeah. old English saying that uh, you exactly. know, there are ways um, to look at things. So, yes, yeah. identify with that. So you've mentioned uh, different countries, Jasmine. So 
um, tell us tell us about your your travels. What where have you been? What have you done? Why have you why have you country hopped? What what what's oh. happened? Well, basically, I think yeah, like I said, what I don't know if I, I told you that before, but when I was eighteen, I found out like my stepdad passed away but it was in the newspaper it was horrendous 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 so I just thought I need to get out of here so um because I thought the situation I was in wasn't really beneficial to me and I just knew I had to get out um anyway so I always liked traveling so I trained as a teacher and um I went to Turkey taught in Turkey and then um, I went to Switzerland. That was always my dream to work in Switzerland. So I worked in Switzerland. And then I decided in Switzerland, everybody spoke like three, four languages. And I thought, wow, I need to speak another language. So because my real dad was from uh, Venezuela, I thought I should learn Spanish. So I went to Costa Rica to teach and um, learn Spanish. And then after that, I got a job in Morocco, lived and worked there. Uh, and then Tunisia, then Spain, then Saudi. Um, I think that's it. And then I came to Dubai. But and I, I think that was how I dealt with my grief. Um, obviously, it was I had amazing experiences as well. But I think I was grieving. There was a lot of grief there, dealing with those feelings I had about everything. So I never spoke about it really to anybody. But then when I came to Dubai like 15 years later, I started looking back on my life. I finally stopped basically. And I was just like, 15 years. Wow. What have I been doing? 11 countries. I don't want to carry on this life anymore. It's been great at the time, but I don't want this moving forward. And I was like, okay, what can I do with my life now? And then I kept meeting coaches and I thought that's a sign. So I did the training not to become a coach, but to be coached. And that's when I started realizing lots and lots of things. Um, and it was literally like a mental prison. All the barriers coming down. I was like, wow. And then at the end, I was like, you know what? This is what I want to do, actually. What's more important than this? Um, so then I did my certification. And um, yeah, and that's how, that's how that started. So, and I just feel like... Um, it just feels right, you know, it just feels right. Finally, finally, <laughs> after trying, traveling the world, looking for something, but actually it was me I was looking for. I know that sounds really cliche, but that's how it is. Yeah. That's how it and is. Yeah, exactly. That is how it is. And, and so many people I interview for the program, um, they had the same experience. They, they? they get um, healed by something or other. Very often it's a therapy of some sort. And then um, mm. they then think it's so wonderful that they then train in that therapy. Um, obviously with you, it's, it's been coaching. And um, it's, it's, it's remarkable and, and so lovely to see these lovely souls shine and, and uh, you know, become grounded in, in a way that they can then help other people as well as helping themselves. So... So um, I'll take my hat off to you. Well done. Excellent. So you've gone kind of full circle and found yourself. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, as I realise, obviously it's a journey, isn't it? It, it never ends. The yeah, learning. And the, yeah, life like, is a journey. Exactly. Life is a journey. But um, yeah, but it's been, yeah. So many people um, 
don't appreciate that um, we're learning all the time about ourselves and others and the relationships and communication and so on. And some people never find who they are, which is very sad, yeah. which has yeah. uh, led me to create my own behavioral profiling software. Um, oh, wow. I'm just launching um, now. It's, it's online um, and it helps coaches. It helps uh, students. It helps leadership teams, all sorts to understand who they are. Uh, sooner rather than later and then wow. stop running stop chasing themselves you know trying to be somebody else let's acknowledge who you are let's work with your strengths and so you don't put yourself in a situation where you're constantly a square peg in this ground I can't say it yeah, a square peg in a round hole yeah, yeah. I, I call it swing <laughs> so so don't become a swag um, <laughs> And the reason I did this over well about 25 years ago, I got introduced to behavioural profiling, and uh, I was managing a, a team of um, uh, you know I don't like to say staff because it's like an us and them thing. We, we, we were all mates, you know, really. But um, I had um, at that time I had 25 um, team members, um, over yeah. the years went up to over 200. Um, but oh, everything I've always cool. done, whether it's been for my own business or for for projects for other clients. Um, the first thing I do is do a behavioural profile so then individuals can see what their strengths are, how they relate to each other. Obviously, I facilitate a conversation around that and, and um, team, team dynamic stuff. But once they realise that this person over here um, is not bitching at them personally, but so why are they taking it personally? Um, when you explain that the behaviours are um, kind of innate to, to us, um, a lot of people, um, well, not a lot, a lot of people. Some people have issue with me because I have a very strong personality. And for those gentler personality types, I know that I'm too much. So I physically have yeah. to stand back, put my hands behind my my back because I talk with my hands, um, zip my mouth up at times, and then you know just kind of take things gradually with with the person who who I know and I sense finds me too much. Wow. So. The, 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 and it's, it, it, the model is called DISC um, and I've created it. I've got my own unique version, which I call DISC Plus. So wow. I'm now, which is very exciting. So perhaps we can uh, have a chat about that another time. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'll be very interested. Yeah. Very I love things like that. Complimentary uh, go at it on my website. I'll, I'll, I'll set you up for that. Oh, so. thank you so much. Yeah, I love things like that. Marvellous. So, so did, you, did you know... What were you doing when you were 18? You said you had this um, uh, dreadful shock about your stepfather and um, presumably you weren't living with them at that point. No, no. Uh, they, I wasn't, I was 14 when they, my, when they, he split up from my, with my mum. I was 14. I guess he, he, he was in my life from when I was 8 to 14. So, so a, big, like, a big influence, a big part. Yeah. Oh yeah, huge, huge. And because he wasn't my real dad, um it was when we did become close we had such a strong connection it was it was strong it was so strong yeah um yeah so it was just awful when he so, yeah. so did you did you train as a teacher were you in training as a teacher at that point no um so what i did when i was 18 it was a difficult year really because a few months before I had gone to Venezuela to visit my dad with my friend and our plan was to um, stay in Venezuela for a little bit, learn Spanish, get a job and then travel around South America. Um, 
but that was a but that trip was a disaster and my real dad he wasn't he made things very difficult for us so it was one disaster after another so i came back thinking okay well at least i got to know my dad but that was very disappointing and then this happened um like a couple of months later so that i would say that was probably the worst year of my life because i felt like i'd lost two dads you know um so i wasn't even thinking what can i do i was just like i need to get out of this like i don't think i was thinking logically i think i was following my instinct i'd been to college um studying but i wasn't thinking about studying more i just had to go so it was a few years i was in and out of depression and then i studied to become an english teacher it was you know a short course one of those short self courses um i couldn't have done anything else yeah and then i went to turkey but it was just let me get out of here so how long have you been in dubai five years so you've feel properly grounded now you certainly sound it oh no <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah, I guess. <coughs> I guess this is the longest time I've been anywhere, actually. Yeah. Um, and it was funny because I always knew I'd come here back in 2008 when I was living in Costa Rica. I knew I was going to come here and I had never even been to any near this part of the world at all. But I knew Dubai was where I would end up. It's so strange. I think that's intuition. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So many people don't listen to their intuition, do they? Um, how often have, have we heard people say, oh, God, I've, I should have done so and so. I, I felt that I should have done it. And then you talk yourself out. These, these saboteurs come out. Yes, it's the saboteurs. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why, and that's what I learned with coaching as well, even though I was always, I always followed my intuition. But with coaching, it made me realize your body doesn't lie, but your brain makes up stories. Absolutely. And it, and it is listening to your body. Listen to your body. Like it will tell you, it will tell you what you need to do whether it's even your movements, you know, like in coaching, like when, I, when we do the coaching, it's not just about speaking. It's very rarely about speaking. It's about uh, what's happening with your body, embodiment. Yeah. And that's so powerful, so powerful. Absolutely. With the Dis Behavioural Profile in my Dis Plus programme, um, I link it to health and I can tell by somebody's behavioural profile what they're likely <laughs> to be suffering from, whether wow. they're ill at the moment. And... Um, I can guide them how to how to get out of jail with it sort of thing um, and it is about wow. listening to your body um, and so many people don't realize the connection is so strong between the mind and body you know th there's a saying isn't there where your mind goes your body follows wow oh god yeah it's so true or is it the other way around oh no um, yeah well uh, it's um it's, it's yeah it's so tricky isn't it it's both ways really um yeah it's so if you're thinking positive so for example if you're if you're walking down the street if well observe somebody walking down the street if they're in a in a you can tell what mood they're in by their body language if yes. it's head down or up are they walking at a faster pace a slower pace you can tell somebody's personality from from lots of things what they're what they're wearing how they're dressed um oh, yeah. the facial oh, yeah. expressions a whole bit as you know so yeah. if somebody is in a maybe in their foul mood their body will be all tightened up. And of course that has consequences on health. If they're relaxed in a happy mood, their body will be reflecting that. So um, it, it's, it's so linked. And with the cancer so, um, uh, uh, mentoring that I've been doing over the years, um, 
it's a, it's a key thing that people just don't seem to grasp and people either get it or they don't and most people don't get this bit the connection between the mind and the body so you do all that with your with your coaching though your co-active life coaching yes exactly it's all about um embodiment and what's your body telling you what's your heart telling you what's your body telling you what's your spirit telling you it's all about that and that's why i love it because it's all about one connecting everything together um, and tapping into different energies that serve you you know um and knowing actually at the end of it all everything we need we have inside us yes everything yeah. everything and it's just like when you realize that like if you want something like some people say oh you know i really want to be in a relationship but then that means there's something that you're lacking which you need to give to yourself before you whereas you know we try to get things from uh, outside of us you know yes. like i don't know shopping or whatever it is but once you realize actually i need to give myself something it's huge it's huge i don't know it just changes everything everything what kind of people come to you for support jasmine i guess people who are unhappy <laughs> uh, and it's actually a lot of people who've come to me are people who um, are unhappy in their job and maybe I don't know if that's because I was unhappy in my job. Like I'd never, I mean, I like teaching, but I knew it wasn't for me. It never felt right. Even though I was satisfied, it was okay, but it never felt right like this does. Yeah. Like this feels like in to the core, you know? Um, so I, I don't know if that's why, if that's why I'm attracting those clients and people say you attract clients that who were once you or something. I don't yeah. know. There's a, yeah. So the, the, yeah. And maybe, and also they're looking to be more confident, things like that. Cool. So how do people get hold of you? Where will they find you? Um, well, there's either my Instagram, which is with Nava. With Nava. So you yeah. can spell that. Uh, so with W I T H Nava N A V A for my name. Okay. Um, or, um, my website www.withnava.com everything's with nava <laughs> okay with nava brilliant okay so um any top tips to share jasmine top tips um i guess the first thing is um be aware of what you say to yourself every morning not just in the morning but I guess, yeah, what, what are you telling yourself every day? What work? Just be aware of what you're saying to yourself. Because I think that can be life-changing, just being kind to yourself, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Self-talk um, can be self-sabotage, can't it? Or it can be self-inspiring. Exactly, exactly. And how you talk to yourself, would you say that to your family or your best friends, you know? Yeah, so be kind. Yeah, words, to words. Yeah, I think words can change everything. Marvellous. Well, thank you so much for your time, uh, Jasmine Navarro, life, uh, what is it, co-active life <laughs> coach. Yeah, thank Marvellous. you so much for your time. Thank you. You're welcome. So um, with Nava.com, everybody. Bye for now. Take care. I'm sure we'll be speaking soon. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Bye.